Hello, Bridgetown, and those of you joining us online. Welcome to the Bridgetown Daily for Friday, July 24th. My name is Morgan Davis, and I'm honored to share a few thoughts with you this morning. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking with a dear friend of mine who threw out the word to me, magnanimity. Big word, big meaning. Now, in truth, the word does not just roll off the tip of my tongue very often, but the more we discussed its meaning, the more I want to access this word. The early 20th century Catholic German philosopher, Joseph Piper, defines the virtue of magnanimity as the aspiration of the human spirit to great things and the courage to seek what is great and become worthy of it. In short, this means, to me, to aspire to and pursue human greatness and become the best version of oneself. And of course, we do this through the mercy of God, the one who leads us, the one who defines us, the one who heals us. And in the end, it comes down to where we put our trust in Jesus. He is the one who paves the way for us. It requires that we trust him and follow him. And this is a journey. And it's a journey we all take together. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, odds are that you're up for the task of pursuing this journey together as an individual and as a church. We're actually taking steps along his path, his way, and his road. Now, the scripture tells us in Matthew 7 that this path or road is narrow. Matthew actually writes, narrow is the road that leads to life. The word narrow in the Greek is stenos, which can be translated as something that runs counter to natural inclinations. I like that. So the broad way seems natural, and yet it's the narrow way that God's intentions for us find really life in us and life to the full, a magnanimous life, if you would. So in a sense, it's a counterintuitive thinking, belief, and action that requires a submission to Jesus and his definition of us, not the worldly definitions we become accustomed to believing about ourselves. Now, some of those worldly definitions that I've struggled through in my own life include things like a silent and weak husband, a broken masculinity, an inadequate father, an untrustworthy friend, and the biggest one really is damaged goods, meaning I'm just unable to be a good healed offering to this world. Now these terrible labels or natural inclinations seem extreme to me now. I've gone through a lot of healing, a lot of confession, received so much forgiveness, and the narrow road, really, it's been good to me. I've walked this road with many of you for decades. And yet, in the pursuit of magnanimity, I'm not done. God is still calling me, and you, into more. He continues to offer more of his transforming love and power for us all. A little over a year ago, Karen and I celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary. It was a great celebration because, you know, Really, there were many times along the journey that we wondered if we would make it this far. And by God's grace and his mercy, we have. And yet, just recently, we looked at each other and we reminded each other again that we really want more. And not in a demanding or entitled sort of way, 
but in a hopeful pursuit of a magnanimous marriage. Now, certain questions come to mind as we pursue this hope for more, at least it does for me. For instance, what does it look like for me to be a more healed husband? What new challenges face me as I pursue and live out a God-breathed masculinity? What does sacrificial loving of my children require of me? Now, in truth, I've not arrived at any of these questions or their answers, but for me to go deeper and reflect even more of his goodness, I'm still conflicted because the narrow road, the narrow path, seems to narrow even more, frankly. I'm reminded of Jesus' question to the man lying by the healing pool at Bethesda in John chapter 5. And it was after Jesus learned that this man, for 38 years, was still a victim of not getting his shot at healing, essentially, and that Jesus asked this man, do you want healing? And then I'm thinking, well, maybe he didn't want to be healed. For instance, what new challenges would this uh, have made for this man as a healed man? Now remember, there would be no more crutches, no more handouts from others. Just think about all the new ways of living and learning and relying on God's grace that this man would need to receive. Does healing require more of him or less? Now that he can walk, what is the higher calling for him? What can he accomplish? What responsibility will this mean for him? And in some ways, I imagine it was pretty scary for him. And yet Jesus gave him the choice, do you want to be healed? This reminds me of another compelling quote from Piper. He said, the sick soul fears more than anything else the demands made on one who is well. So in the same way, we're given this choice. Do we want to be well? Do we want to pursue and walk the narrow road that Jesus is offering us? It's a pretty good question, for sure. But you know what? With you at my side, I want to say yes. Let's pursue and live a magnanimous life together. Let's see what God can do. Let's see how he unveils the best version of ourselves. So we hope for more, not less. We pursue the narrow way, not the broad way. We open ourselves to more healing and to new challenges that refine us to become more like our rabbi, our savior, Jesus. In closing, my encouragement to you and for me for this Sabbath day ahead is to say yes to the deeper healing Jesus is offering us. And this is often a longer journey. It's not a quick fix, but it's a good, deep, and fulfilling journey. And it starts with responding to Jesus' question, do you want to be healed? And then by his grace and with this community, we walk this path together. So Jesus, thank you that your mercy runs deep. It runs so deep to the places where we need you the most. You've not forsaken us. And once again, you've left the 99 seeking each one of us. You offer the narrow road to find fullness of life. And Jesus, we confess that we just don't have the strength sometimes 
but greater still is your strength in our weakness. And I pray for each one listening today, just as Krista reminded us so beautifully on Wednesday, Lord, give us ears to hear you. You are speaking. You are calling us into deeper waters of healing and of hope to become who you created us to be. We need you. In Jesus, we love you. Amen.